All right. Hey, Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com. It's February 9th, 2023. And uh, you probably heard, some of you heard the podcast I did uh, last night. It was a bit of an emotional piece. It was uh, in the evening, and I was extraordinarily emotionally disturbed about the what they euphemistically call sex reassignment um, surgeries on children, on children, not 17-year-olds, but children, kids that haven't even apparently gone through puberty, and uh, was quite distraught about that, still am, uh, try to keep it under control this evening so you don't have to have an emotional fritz every time you turn me on. Uh, but I, I can't I- express the horror that I feel towards that. And I, I said yesterday, I said I, I, I prayed to my God, and I said, God, whatever it takes, stop that in this country. And whatever it takes means exactly that, whatever it takes. This, this cannot go on, uh, even if it means the destruction of this country. And today I, I saw a couple things in the news that reminded me of how far off I am with respect to being in tune with the majority and in tune with the evangelical Christian community, for that matter. Uh, one of them is a little easier to digest, and so I'll save that for later. It has to do with the FBI putting the uh, Roman Catholics on a, on a hate list, on a hit list as, as domestic extremists and terrorists, uh, which, <clears throat> which I want to tell the evangelicals are coming for you. If you would have a, a, a little bit of character, a little bit of spine, and actually um, paid attention to the Holy Scriptures and paid attention to what Jesus Christ said, and you hear that all here on bloodandfaith.com, I tell you the stuff that nobody wants to hear. I tell you the stuff that the evangelical doesn't want to hear, that the Antichrist doesn't want to hear. I preach the words of Jesus that, that Satan doesn't want to hear and that Satan's children don't want to hear. And that the evangelical church doesn't want to hear. And so what else was I greeted with today? Well, a guy had a a podcast, and he was outraged at this as well. But apparently there's a Woke Jesus ad campaign going wrong. If you Google up uh, Woke Jesus ads, you'll find it. And I said, well, if I'm going to talk about it, at least i got to go look at two or three of their ads. And so I did. I looked at their, their ads. These are apparently made for television or the Internet. It's sort of a video montage or whatever. And... uh, the tagline is Jesus gets us. And uh, essentially what these ads come down to is everything that I've been warning everybody about, everything that I've been telling y'all about, these ads basically encompass and they portray. They are emanations of a religion that has gone very much the way of the Talmud people. Uh, these are people who call themselves Christians, and they have taken the scriptures, what is written, and they said, you know what, yeah, there's some good stuff here, but we're going to tailor it to our needs, we're going to tailor it to the message we want to seek, and we are going to reimagine Jesus Christ to meet our needs. And of course they say, well, to meet the needs of the world. But if you reimagine Jesus Christ to be somebody that he's not, you're not helping the world, and you certainly aren't helping yourself. You may help yourself in the short term. You may build whatever kind of earthly kingdom you want to build. I don't know. You may pack out your churches with a new religion, Judeo-Christianity. Judeo-Christianity is when you have the corpus of the Scriptures. You have the body of Scriptures. You have the Holy Scriptures. 
and you say, yeah, I know what it says, but this is how we're going to interpret it. This is exactly what the Talmud people did. Talmud people are, are Jews. Uh, they're those who call themselves Jews, but, are, but lie and are of the synagogue of Satan. I want to be theologically uh, precise there. According to Jesus Christ, the Pharisees were men who taught about the traditions of the elders. Saul, before he was converted and becomes Paul, taught the traditions of the elders. And he says I, he was greatly advanced in the traditions of the elders. What are these? When the southern kingdom was exiled to Babylon, they began developing a set of oral traditions, and they claimed the oral traditions came down from Moses on the mountain, that Moses had oral traditions that he passed on orally from father and son for, I don't know, 1,500 years. I, I don't have the dates on, 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 uh, on Moses' life, but for a long, long time, a long, long time. And they said, yeah, we know what's written, but here's what, how Moses wanted them to be interpreted, because these are oral traditions that have been passed down over the generations and um, this is the way it is now. And when Jesus Christ shows up, <clears throat> I mean, it's oil and water, man. It's, it's, it's immediately, there's a hatred towards the Pharisees. Who are the Pharisees? They're the people that preached what becomes the Talmud. They preached the traditions that either subrogated what was written to their traditions, abrogated what was written to their traditions or otherwise twisted the meaning of what was written. My classic passage for that is, is Mark chapter 15. Pharisees come up, the Talmud people come up, the people that follow rabbinical Talmudism, rabbinical Judaism, and they want to talk about hand washing. Jesus didn't want to talk about hand washing. He says, why is it that you violate the law of God, specifically the fifth commandment about honoring your ancestors in order to advance your traditions. Uh, Jesus cut to the quick. He says, this is what the law says. This is what the law says. He quoted it. He quoted the fifth commandment, and then he quoted where it says, anybody speaks evil of father and mother, they should be put to death. And what the Pharisees had done, what rabbinical Judaism did, what the Talmud people did was say, hey, don't give the money to your parents to support them. Give it to us, and we will count it as if you were supporting your parents. And, and Jesus Christ was wroth. He hated this. He hated what they were doing. These are the same people that went around saying, uh, you got to obey the law, but then they would turn around and break the law. For example, the murder of Jesus Christ. And they plotted and planned. They plotted to murder Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Eventually they did. And so the, it was an institutional hypocrisy. It was an anti-scriptural agenda. Uh, and these people become known as the synagogue of Satan, according to Jesus Christ. Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. They had the word of God and they turned away from it. They said, yeah, we, we got it. We'll keep it around as a decoration. Just to, We'll keep it around to fool people, especially these evangelical Christians in, in, in the 20th and 21st century. We'll tell them, see, we got the Torah. We have the law. We have the laws of Moses. And all the Christians are jumping up and down. Oh, see, they have the same scriptures that we do. But you don't have to scratch very deep 
to find out that their book is the Talmud. It's the written down traditions that were previously orally passed down. Their book is the Talmud. And go if you if you if you're interested in some dark stuff, go look up quotes from the Talmud about Jesus. Uh, there's some really dark stuff in there. And then you wonder about where this cultural rot comes from. Transgenderism, hey man, it's accepted and promoted in the Talmud. Homosexuality, accepted and promoted in the Talmud. Child rape, accepted and promoted in the Talmud. Oh, I never knew that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't get into this because my source is the Holy Scriptures. I shouldn't need to tell you that stuff. All I should need to tell you is Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. Those that call themselves Jews, but are not, and lie, and are of the synagogue of Satan, said Jesus Christ. That's all you need to know. That's all you should know. That's all you have to know. There's a story about the Secret Service teaching people how to spot counterfeits. And the way they do it, what I've been told, I've had a little training on this, they would give the people um, genuine bills. In fact, they do this with passports as well. You give people genuine passports and genuine bills, and you say, see this, see this, see that? These are the elements that it needs to have. If it doesn't have these elements, there's a problem with it. And so in a manner, that's my approach to truth. I, I don't need to tell you what is wrong. I need to tell you what is right. And then you compare what you see to what you know from the Holy Scriptures. So that's why I don't, I don't go into a lot on what the Talmud says or you know some uh, uh, historical things about what might have happened uh, uh, 100 years ago or 75 years ago or whatever it is. I go to the Holy Scriptures, which is what I see my Master doing. I see what I saw Jesus Christ doing. He goes to the Scriptures. I always went to the Scriptures. I always went to the Scriptures. And so when I tell you something about those that call themselves Jews, but lying or of the synagogue of Satan, I'm quoting Jesus Christ. And if I say something like the Jews who are, the, who are contrary to all mankind, I'm quoting the Holy Scriptures. I'm quoting the Word of God. I'm quoting the Spirit that inspired the written Word of God. 1 Thessalonians 2.15 The Jews who killed the prophets, drove us out, and who are the enemies of all mankind, according to the Holy Scriptures, inspired by the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Spirit of Jesus. Now, regarding this, this woke Jesus, this is what I've been... This is, it's, it's almost, you know, it's, in, in a sense, it's like, this is what I'm talking about. You want to know what I'm talking about? Go watch those things. And, you can, and you're going to look at it, and you're going to say, you know what, this is a nice commercial. It's a beautiful commercial. <clears throat> the graphics are wonderful. The music is very touching. Um, the message is, is, is comfortable and soothing. <clears throat> but again, this goes exactly to my point of, of the evangelical church creating Jesus Christ 2.0, and he keeps the original back in the closet. We're ashamed of Jesus Christ, the original. We're truly ashamed of him. Sorry, everybody. But we're going to come out with a new marketing campaign for Jesus Christ. We're going to tell you the things that you like to hear, so you come and try him out. He gets us. This is not, this is not 
the faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is not the faith of David and Moses. This is not the faith of the disciples. This is not the faith of Jesus Christ. This is where the church goes down the road of Talmudism. This is where the church imbibes in the leaven of the Pharisees. And again, this is why Jesus Christ warned about the leaven of the Pharisees. He said, be careful, be careful, be careful of the leaven of the Pharisees. And the church is like, what? What are you talking about? It was hard back then. It was hard 2,000 years ago for the disciples to get this. They didn't understand it either. So don't be amazed that, that people don't understand this. And one, one of the Gospels says it's their hypocrisy. And another Gospel, it says it's, it's, the doctrine and leaven, it's the doctrines and teachings of the Pharisees. And I'd reconcile it by saying it's the same thing. Because they, they, they say, here's what the Scripture says, but we're going to reinterpret it. We're going to interpret it somewhere else. So it says don't kill, but they go out and kill. And murder. Who did they kill and murder? Well, I don't know. Let's try with the prophets, for starters. According to Jesus Christ, you prove yourself to be sons of those who murder the prophets, says Jesus Christ. Now, you know, if you listen to these woke, uh, woke wokesters, oh, he just didn't like religious people. And I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. No, he didn't like you, religious person. He loved the Holy Scriptures. He loved the books of Moses. He loved the prophets. He loved the law. He loved the law. My God, he loved the law. First sermon he ever gave, Sermon on the Mount. He said, do not think I came to abolish the law. Don't ever dare you think I came to abolish the law. Anybody who teaches that will be least in the kingdom of heaven. He went after people that took the Scriptures and said, we're going to create our own religion that's comfortable for us, that accomplishes the needs that we want, this rebranding, this remarketing program, and they end up as the synagogue of Satan. And the evangelical church has, past tense, gone down the same road. They couldn't have this woke campaign today unless they'd been going down this road for, for generations. Uh, there's this other great vanity, falseness out there, but somehow a, a, a people that explicitly rejects Jesus Christ are somehow God's chosen people. When it contradicts exactly what Jesus Christ says. In fact, it contradicts what 1 John 2, it agrees with 1 John 2, 22. So this is the liar. It's him who denies the Father and the Son. This is the Antichrist. So you have a religious movement and a racial movement that exactly fits the definition of the Antichrist, and the evangelical church bows down and grovels and worships before them, declaring them to the people of God. So all these, this is Judeo-Christianity. It's called Judeo-Christianity. And the church is very much caught up into it, but very much tied itself to the great whore of Babel. What's a whore? It's a false wife. Claims to be the wife, false wife. In fact, I've said that the Talmud people, all those Talmud people, they made a pact with Satan. They took up Satan's offer that Jesus turned down. And so they worship Satan, and Satan's given them the power. They've become his synagogue. They become the hands and feet of Satan in this world. People say, oh, the church is the hands of, in, of Jesus and the feet of Jesus. Oh, okay, right, great, great. I, I agree with that. Satan has his hands and his feet too, and they're called the synagogue of Satan. Oh, that's anti-Semitic. No, it's Jesus Christ. 
That's the problem. That's the problem. It's called Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ warned that this would happen. He, he told people this would happen. First of all, he says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And then in the Revelation, Revelation 18, verse 14, he warns the church. He says, he warns my people. He says, my people, come out of her, man. Come out of that nonsense. Come out of her, lest you share in her plagues. So he knew this was going to happen to the church. And I think this has been, been true for 2,000 years. Portions of the church have gone off and done this. I haven't lived for 2,000 years, so I can't tell you if it's any greater now than it was in 1100. I, I, I don't know. To what extent did the Roman church go off and do this? To a great extent, according to Martin Luther. According to Martin Luther, they were the whore of Babylon. Going off and doing their evil deeds, doing their evil things. So I, I you know, I... Again, how do you know what truth is? It's the Holy Scriptures. And, uh, you yeah, know, that's why I bring them up. And I know it's hard. It's tough. You know, you read that stuff. Well, I don't want to be this, that, and the other thing. I was like, you know what I want to be? I want to be aligned with what Jesus Christ said. I'm extraordinarily proud of Jesus Christ. I'm very proud of Him. Very, very proud to be called by His name. Very proud of Him. And so I'm very proud to say what Jesus Christ said. If I said, if I if I say something that he didn't say, I I don't want to say anything that he didn't say. And I'll be darned if I'm going to be ashamed of what Jesus Christ did say. Don't want to be in that position. No way. Do I get everything right? Of course not. But every day, man, I get no getting that word, getting those scriptures. Try to find out what did Jesus Christ say. And when you create a Jesus Christ in order to, like I've said before, reduce him to something acceptable to the world, you are betraying Jesus Christ. You've betrayed him. Well, the world doesn't like you, Jesus, so go back in the closet. We're going to rebrand you. This is what's going on. I've talked about this for two years now, three years. Stay back there, Jesus. We don't. Nobody likes the real you, including us. So we're trying to do you a favor, and we're going to rebrand you and remarket you. And that's not a lot of fun. It's not fun to talk about. It's not fun to admit. Not fun to talk about my church that way. What do you mean, my church? I, look, I'm a you know, generally speaking, Protestant, evangelical. Grew up Episcopalian. Love much of what the Catholic Church has to say and preach and teach, and the Orthodox Church. But my guide is is the Scriptures. My guide is what it what it says in the Word, the the black and the white and the red. And obviously, I say things that other people don't say. That's, that's what's in my heart. That's the message I've got. That's the message I give. Don't expect everybody else to say the same thing I say. That'd be a boring world if everybody said the same thing. But we've got a problem. We've got a problem. So the church is sick. You've got a society that's a reflection of the church. 
that targets the most innocent, they used to be they target the unborn. Not good enough for Satan. It's not good enough for Satan. We're going to target live children, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, and we're going to physically mutilate them with knives and cut body parts off and tell them we're doing them a favor. And this isn't some obscure cult. This isn't, uh, you know, some Satan-worshipping group down in, uh, you know, God knows where. But actually it is a Satan-worshipping group. And it's in your hospitals. It's in your state houses. It's in your Congress. It's in your courts. For some of you, it's in your homes. For some of you, it's in your churches. I know people who've gone down this route with their children. And I've said on bloodandfaith.com many times, I said, God help you. I mean, and, and, and you know, at the final judgment, God help you. But I said, 20 years from now, your children are going to curse you to your face. They will curse you to your face and disown you. Rightly so. Your job as a dad is to stand up and protect him. And I realize, you know, some of these kids have had bad things happen to them, and they're screwed up in the heart, and they're screwed up in the brain, and they're screwed up in the head. I got it. And like I've said many times, you don't bring a man back from war in Afghanistan and Iraq that had his leg blown off and one eye punched out, and then say, hey, let me help you. Let me chop off your other leg and punch out your other eye. That's what this is doing to the kids. Yeah, they went through some trauma and turmoil. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But you don't double down and say, well, let's just chop off the other leg. That'll make it all better. So even if your kid went through trauma, that's what you're doing to these kids. So there you go. That's it. That's what I got to say tonight. Wish you all well. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.